Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. just feel like giggling all day today well this morning was just the funniest started from that clip and then and then I went after you sent me that if you guys have not listened to the last episode on um success advice make sure you go and listen to that because the context was this hilarious video that Danny sent me and when I first saw it and then read the comments I was literally choking because I was laughing so hard and then I went to the track to do sprints and I was walking and I was like recovering from a sprint. I thought of it again and I started dying laughing at the track again, just thinking of it. So yeah, it's been so funny. And of course, we get all of our ideas for this podcast, well, 95% of them from memes and videos on social media. And this episode is no different. You already went to the track today? Let's just back up. Yeah, I went at eight. Jesus. I was so nauseous. Wow, she's so much better than all of us, guys. All right, well. I mean, that's the only reason I tell you this on the episode, what? just like a very low-key jab what is status play. What do successful people do? They already have run sprints by 8 a.m. See, like we usually <laughs> we usually record late afternoon. The last two times we've done early, which seems so much harder for some reason. I know. And one of the reasons is that, getting in a workout ahead of time. Anyway, this is Danny J. I, I wasn't the one running sprints this morning. Um, I just think about doing stuff for like hours and then I finally do Dude, it. I saw you were working out like 1030 the other night. I'm like, why are you working out at 1030 at well, night? Well, probably because I put my shoes on at eight and then I like over th- overthunk it <laughs> up for two hours and then finally got outside. <laughs> Dude, I literally go to bed at eight. I went to I got in bed last night at 750. I've been eating. Whoa, I've been eating dinner around 830 every night lately. Everything is you're, just getting you're a night back. owl. I'm a medium night owl. I go to bed at 11 every night. Between 11 and midnight. <laughs> That's late. I don't, can't yeah. remember that. I think the last time I stayed up to midnight was I was in Vegas. Dang. And not even yeah. with you. <laughs> At the, I was on the strip. Rude. Not even staying at your place. So rude. <laughs> well, no. Last time I came to visit you guys, I think I did go to bed at like 9. You guys stayed up to like 1130. <laughs> I, know. I was like, okay, good night. Jill's like, I'm going to bed. Bye. I'm just so tired all the time. Yeah. I think my well, brain is just, I think I'm also just sick of looking at my phone by the end of the day, you know? Yeah. I'm also like kind of in a launch right now. So I feel like I'm staring at like, I go from staring at the big screen, to staring at like the medium screen, to staring at the small screen. And then yeah. I just repeat that entire thing for like 12 hours and then I'm exhausted. And you want to throw your phone And then I'm just like, I don't want to even look at anything anymore. I want to just eat a bunch of edibles and pass out. And well, that's what I do. I think if we shift it all, we might be a awake the same number of hours anyway because lately I've been getting up between 9 and 10 (laughs) a.m. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Anyway. What are we um, talking about today? Today, oh, another meme. A meme that you sent. So you want to share this one? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I was actually, I saw it on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast page and I actually did not listen to the episode. Um, But it was so funny and it made me think about, and I'm just like curious to like, and I don't know how you see this in terms of like, is this like, I don't know, is something wrong? (laughs) I'm like, if I relate to this or not, but it says being in a relationship is solving problems together. Problems you wouldn't have if you were single. And... (laughs) 
I think it's funny because number one, it's true, right? Like, I mean, I think you think about that, right? Like every, and I know we, we talk about this. And one of the things I love that Byron Katie says, the person you live with is your greatest teacher. And so when we look at this from being in a relationship, from like a growth mindset perspective, where we're like, okay, this person is obviously bringing a ton of joy and happiness and fulfillment and all of the amazing things that come with a relationship, but also sometimes they just fucking piss you off and you're like, you know what? If I was single, I would not have to deal with this shit. And I think that happens for everybody. I think, you know, there's always going to be moments when, when that comes up for everyone, no matter how much you love someone. I think there are moments where, and it's not a grass is greener necessarily, because you do know that like you understand being single is not necessarily quote unquote better, but sometimes, especially when your cup is like, when your cup is like, you know, low and you're like, I'm feeling impatient. I'm, I have a lot of shit on my plate. I'm feeling overwhelmed and burned out. And now I got to fucking sit down and, you know, have this thing happen with my partner when otherwise I wouldn't have to deal with this shit. And it's, you know, it's nothing personal to my own partner or your partner or whatever. I just think this is a really interesting and funny take on relationships. And is there some validity to this? And then is it okay to to hold both things as true at the same time and not make it mean something bad about your relationship? I don't know. I mean, to me... Yes, are these little things that come up in a relationship? For sure, you become a better communicator. You understand your feelings better. You deepen the connection by having these hard conversations. But you're also like, I'm tired also. (laughs) I laughed so hard when you said this because it's just so true, right? I love that it started off sounded so positive. We're solving problems together problems that wouldn't have been there had we not been in a relationship right because it's like we literally in relationship we cause fucking problems not even that your partner is necessarily doing it sometimes it's totally us that's causing totally. the problem but it is literally things that on your own wouldn't be a fucking problem and it's just a, I think it's just a matter of relating to humans right we're we are relational beings and so when we have to communicate with someone, we have expectations, we have things in our brain that we want to go a certain way and someone else has things in their brain they want to go a certain way and it just causes its own its own array of issues. Um, and I think a lot of those issues come down to communication, but it made me die laughing because it's it's so accurate and true. And it's we have to decide is are those problems worth being in relationship for? So, you know, I hear this with parents all the time. They're like, being a mom or a dad is the hardest thing you ever do, but it's so worth it. And mm. it's like you have to decide are these things you're will the, are you willing to do the hard to get the good or to get the benefit of those. So yes, relationships are problem solving and they're pro- you're pro- you're solving the problems that wouldn't be there without the relationship, but you have to look at the big picture and go are these problems worth being in this scenario with this person? And it's friendships too. It is work it is work issues, work communication and friendships and I don't know, any relational human beings, but it's it just was a funny quip, man. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I guess, you know, if is there a moment at which I was having a conversation with a girlfriend um, recently and she is she just went through a breakup and she was just like, yeah, these were some of the things in my relationship I didn't want to deal with. Like I was like, I'm like, you know, my relationship, while it brings me joy and brings me happiness, it wasn't worth having to go through the things that I was just like, I don't want to fucking deal with this shit, you know, on, on some on some level. And so I can understand. So is there a time at which 
you know it's not worth it. Like, so I love the, the, um, analogy you used about the parents, because I think that's, that's, I think sometimes, especially as someone who doesn't have children, when I see parents constantly, um, you know, complaining about how it's the hardest thing. And I'm not saying it's not by the way, but like, it's the hardest thing and you can't understand if you don't have kids. And, you know, I was up all night and all, all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, where's the, where's the good stuff, you know? And I'm sure it's there. I think it's just easier to, maybe it feels weird for parents to be like, I love my children, like on social media, right? Maybe that feels almost indulgent or maybe that almost comes off like, I don't know, uh, self-absorbed or something like that. If you're like, my kids are the best. I love my life so much. Like, and I think probably moms feel a little bit sensitive around that, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, what is, I'm sure it is fulfilling. I'm sure it's the best thing you've ever done in your entire life. I just would like to see more of the positive (laughs) of those things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so relationships, same thing. And I think, you know, I, I personally do think even if the relationship doesn't last, even though it's, even if you, um, end up breaking up with the person because you're like, yes, this is at the point where it's actually too much. And I'm like, we're, there's too much compromise. There's too much fighting. There's too many things going wrong. There's too much expectation. There's too much drama, whatever it is. I still think you're better for going through those things, you know? Cause I think that we, um, I think it's important to have things that come up that you have to work towards. I think even if the relationship doesn't work out, it is still valuable to be confronted with some of those challenges because I think it makes you a better partner. I think it makes you a better person. I think it enriches you um, and it makes you stronger. Like as a, an individual, I know for me going through my divorce, I was not good at communication at all. Like I remember, and neither was my ex-husband by the way, like we thought we were, but like a lot of things were going on said and that's on the, on why a lot of the infidelity happened was because lack of communication and lack of honesty, obviously. And then when we were going through our separation and divorce, we had so many conversations where we were tripping over ourselves, like trying to communicate and like someone would, you know, leave and then come back and then you'd storm out and then come back. And then it just forced us to continue to show up to the communication table. And that's why I think as a result of that, I'm so grateful, even though we're not together anymore and it wasn't the right relationship, I feel so grateful that I learned that skill as a result of that. So to me, it is, it is (laughs) it's definitely worth it. But sometimes when you're feeling, when you're, I don't know, when you're depleted, you're drained of energy, it's the last fucking thing you want to want to do is like, you know what? I just want to go to bed. I don't want to be alone and I want to talk about anything. And I want to, I just want to deal with this later. Yeah. And that's real. When you're frustrated, it's definitely another level, but I'm glad you brought up that those problems and those things that you've had to work through make you better, make you a better communicator. I think there's so many things in relationship where, I don't know, I think one thing that it teaches us is personal resilience and also um, compromise. It's funny because I have my certain way of doing things and Jeff has his certain way of doing things or how things quote should be, which is funny because you don't even know that you have these weird idiosyncrasies until someone who has a different point of view confronts you with it and you start to have to look at your own thoughts and go wait a second is this like reality at the same time (laughs) right right there's just (laughs) I mean I with my ex-husband loading the dishwasher I didn't know there was a quote right way to do it I just did it the way I did it the way I was taught and I'm not that anal about some things like that he was had no fucking idea I'm like oh I didn't know people could give a shit about this but apparently they can (laughs) and it's very interesting when you're in relationships to learn about things 
where you're going, oh, you really care about something that doesn't mean anything to me. And we actually had one recently this week. Uh, I made some food. It turned into, I didn't, <laughs> there was one ingredient. It was supposed to be tomato sauce. I didn't have any, so I used tomato soup. So I thought that would be fine. <laughs> thought it would be fine. Old Martha Stewart over here. <laughs> he said, he goes, this tastes like slop. And he goes, it looks disgusting. He's like, I, I'm not going to eat it. I can't eat it. He's like, and but I made this huge pot that should last like six days. So the next day I make him a separate lunch. I'm eating this, the quote slop. And he's like, I can't, you need to throw that away. I can't have you eat that. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't mind it. And he was really upset. He goes, just throw it away. And for me, I'm like, I can't throw away or waste all this food that I made because it's five days worth of food. So I'm not going to go waste it. And I don't mind it. It wasn't ideal, but I don't mind eating food that's not the best. For him, he's very big on like, this has to taste the best. This meal has to be the best. Or I, I just can't, he can't handle if it's not like a perfect meal for, for him for that day. Then he has to, he quote, like, cleanses it with something else like if his mouth has something gross then he has to go eat something else to fix it I'm like okay whatever the fuck is weird (laughs) yeah you guys are definitely different in that way oh my god so these Danny walked to Subway (laughs) (laughs) I always think about that with you with food Danny used to live right down the street from Subway in Venice remember you used to go at like midnight sometimes I'm like well just go to bed don't go to Subway (laughs) but you didn't give a shit you were just like it's close yeah close and I yeah I'll just eat what I need to eat so these small things that turn into like kind of an argument but also turn into understanding someone better understanding yourself better not even realizing there's a thing to understand about yourself because you just this is just the way you've lived and this is how things are and it turned into this conversation of he's like well I lived at a group home and we had to eat what we had to eat. And he told me how he had to finish his whole plate if he wanted an extra piece of bread. So he had to eat these nasty beans that taste like an ashtray just so we could have more bread. And now he won't do this. And I'm like, okay, your childhood trauma is leaking into my meal that I don't mind <laughs> eating. And he wants me. And That's then so interesting. I, but then it's like, and then maybe it's my childhood drama of not being able to throw food away because we wouldn't be able to put food on the table. So it's funny that these, these like quote problems come from a, whatever place they come from could be childhood could just be our weirdness but it gives you a chance to understand each other better it also gives you a chance to understand yourself better and just to be confronted with your own beliefs to see if you need to hang on to those the couple Mm. things i've seen is that we've we've had these interesting little things outside of the dinner the you know the recent dinner one where i've thought something for a long time never never thought to question my beliefs around it and then he comes out with something that i've just literally, it just feels like a confrontation, like, huh, okay, I thought my way, I didn't really think there was another way to think about this. And it gave me some food for thought and gave me some ideas to maybe take a look at and change and and maybe be less judgmental about, maybe be more open-minded about. But these, quote, problems can expand our philosophies, our ideas, can make us more uh, resilient in the world because resilience comes from like conflict and working through things and Mm. making things better. Like we go to the weight room to lift things that are heavy. We're not going to like pick up pieces of one piece of paper or a piece of toilet paper that's like one ply. We're lifting weights to get resistance so we can build strength. And this is when we have these quote problems in a relationship it's like we're pushing against resistance and I think it builds strength and I think it builds um it deepens the relationship it builds a lot of uh more I think it can build more trust it can build more confidence in who you are as a couple so yeah this 
there are problems you're solving with someone that you wouldn't have before, but also now you have this depth of your relationship that you didn't have because you worked through something together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think you have to, like you and I talk about this a bit, a, a lot. You don't have to go and like find the struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to like make up struggles. Like you're just going to get them. If you're yeah. close enough to anyone in a relationship, it's going to come up. And then I think you ask yourself, you know, do I, is this worth it to deepen this relationship? Is this worth it to better myself with this skill? Is this worth it to, like you mentioned, um, you know, become more tolerant or open up and see things from a different perspective that in and of itself, those things have innate value. And so I think you, you know, you look at it that way, like this is going to be a series of struggles, but also on the other side of it, I'm not just getting to stay with someone that I love and be with someone that I love, but I also get to better myself using relationship as personal development. To me, that's, Like, you know, we have the happiness diet, so much of the happiness diet education is around that, is using relationships, friends, family, um, uh, romantic partners, things like that, using people in your life to help you become a better person. That's like in our entire six-week email course is based on that. And so shout out to the happiness diet, go to happinessdiet.com. And I don't know if you guys knew that we had a course all on this and it's exactly on this is how do you navigate relationships in your life or hard things that come up in your life and how do you use your mindset, switch your perspective to see this as growth enhancing versus just being a pain in your ass. And I think that's like ultimately what this is about is like really choosing personal growth, even and obviously relationship growth over the easy road. Even, I mean, but also, is it easy? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, being singles has, has, you know, for most people, that's probably harder than being in a relationship, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there are problems, like you said, we, without going to look for them, life is going to have problems, whether you're single or not. You know, there maybe your single problems are, I need someone to help me carry this couch and I'm alone, where, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I got someone. You, you get somebody nearby and you're like, hey, dude, literally I had a table the other day. That's why it's in my head. But I'm like, hey, I need help carrying this. If I don't have a person and I'm single, I got to go knock on the door, hire a task rabbit. You know, there's there are things that are hard to do alone and there are things that are hard to do in relationship. And so it's really just choosing your heart, but also also radical self-acceptance of where you are and yep. going, this is this is what I got. These are the problems I have. They may not be the same problems, but I'll just have different problems. It's life is just fucking problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was really uplifting. Um, you know, one of the things that I love about this is, you know, I think in my marriage, because I had grown up and I think you probably had this experience too as perfectionist and like very type A, if there was any issue in my relationship, it would be so upsetting to me. It was just like, I don't want this right now. It's better. I'm sorry. Like I would just like rush to apologize. I didn't, I could not handle there being any sort of friction in my relationship. It, I made it mean like it was wrong or I was wrong. And I started blaming myself and doing all these things. Now I really enjoy a conflict and to like Keats doesn't really like that, but I actually enjoy it because I know it is growth enhancing. And I'm like, if shit is too easy, I'm like, it's too smooth sailing. Like, let's get in a little fight. Let's have a little, let's have a little friction here. And so I, you know, it's funny how you can just do a complete 180 when it comes to that and seeing problems, you know, it's really asking yourself, what's your relationship to problems versus, um, you know, making problems bad. I think that every 
healthy relationship has problems. You know, I think that's, I think you should be asking a question if we're not, if things aren't coming up, <laughs> what's wrong? To me, I'd be much more um, just worried if I wasn't having things pop up in the relationship. I'd be like, uh, someone's not talking, someone's not being honest here. Yeah. At least that's how I see it. I really like that. It's your perspective to problems and what does problems yeah. mean? And it, problems don't have to mean things are terrible. Problems just are an awareness that something maybe isn't in alignment and that's totally okay it's like going to the chiropractor and you've got some pain in your neck it doesn't mean your neck is broken and like kill yourself it's just okay there's something's out of alignment let's fix it let's see what it is and fix it and i think that's that's actually a great perspective for all of life right if there's a problem whether it's in your finances whether it's in your relationship whether it's in your body and health that's just a little clue that something is out of alignment it doesn't mean it's broken or it's bad or it needs to be thrown out in the trash it just means let's take a look at what's out of alignment and see if we can make the adjustment and it could be as simple as that we don't have to demonize the the problems that we're having unless of course they're terrible and then of course Right. And that's the worst. And then, yeah, for sure. Definitely be single. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Always here for the hot takes on relationships. So thanks guys for listening. As usual, we appreciate your time and attention. If you get any value out of this podcast, if you enjoy listening, if you get a little chuckle or you learn something, it would be a massive favor to us if you guys would leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love to see a couple of new reviews on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything like that. Give us a five star and then leave a sentence or two about what you love about the podcast so other people can listen too. All right, y'all. That is all we got for you. We'll see you on the next episode.